0: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be ever pleasing in your sight. O Lord, our strength and redeemer. Amen. Several weeks ago, I watched the chief of the Dallas police force respond when asked how the country could help after the tragedy that occurred there. Speaking softly and shaking in grief, he answered, We are hurting. Pray. Pray for the victims, pray for their families, and pray for the community. Pray. And on a recent trip to Portugal, five of our group went to a home-hosted lunch sponsored by our tour with a Portuguese family who had left Angola to escape the Civil War there. Three generations lived close by one another. We learned about their severe suffering in Angola and their escape to Portugal with barely the clothes on their back. The translator was the young daughter of this family She was the only one that spoke
1: English and
0: Portuguese, and so she was talking for both of us, both sides, her family and for our group. We shared a wonderful lunch they had prepared for us, and we shared our life stories. There was a moment of silence as we prepared to leave, and someone asked if we would like to pray together. Gathered around the table, we held hands, said a blessing for their home, and we prayed together. It was a grace-filled moment. We were one, a moment none of us will forget. Pray, the police chief pleaded. Pray, the host family asked. Teach us to pray, the disciples asked Jesus. Pray. It is obvious that the act of praying has had a meaningful impact on the human condition. So what exactly is prayer? I believe prayer is conversation with God, forming the godly relationship on our journey through life. In Luke, prayer forms the backdrop of Jesus' ministry. Jesus prays all night before he calls the twelve. He prays as he wrestles with his decision to return to Jerusalem. And he prays as he is dying on the cross. Lord, teach us to pray. That in itself is the disciples' prayer. And I think most of us have prayed this prayer in one form or another. And we continue to try to reach out to God in prayer as we struggle to find hope rather than despair in this troubled and chaotic world. By observing Jesus, the disciples had come to know the centrality of prayer in his life. Jesus knew, and the disciples came to know from him, that they could only remain in relationship with God through prayer. Jesus provides the disciples with guidance for praying in the Lord's Prayer. Tertullian, one of the early church fathers, called the Lord's Prayer the epitome of the gospel. St. Augustine called it the source of all other prayers. If I ask you for a show of hands of how many of us say the Lord's Prayer without really thinking about the meaning conveyed by the words, I would guess most of us would raise our hands, at least I would. It is such a familiar prayer that many times we find ourselves saying it, drawing comfort from the repetition, but not concentrating on the words specifically. In your bulletins on the back of the announcement from the vestry, you'll find the three versions of the Lord's Prayer. One from our prayer book based on Matthew's Gospel, the one from Matthew's Gospel, and one from the Gospel of Luke. As you look at them, you will notice that Luke's is the shortest. Luke's prayer is quite simple in comparison with the more familiar and longer version in Matthew, which includes several phrases that Luke does not. There is a little controversy over some fine points, but they are basically presenting the same meaning. We needn't get caught up on the differences. The important thing is that we pray. Jesus begins by teaching the disciples about the God to whom they pray. To ask for help is a deeply spiritual action, and not one we are often prepared to seek gracefully. The Lord's Prayer contains two concepts. The first addresses the Father, God. It begins with the word Father, Abba, meaning Daddy or Parent, God is portrayed as the loving parent who gives, nurtures, and sustains life. Therefore, if God is our parent, we can begin our prayer with the expectation that God is part of us and wants only the best for each one of us. The second concept addresses the conditions of our humanity as we seek our way as followers of Christ. The petitions are all in the imperative voice, commanding verbs, telling verbs, not asking. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. Save us from the time of trial. And in Matthew, deliver us from evil. These are not petitions for the individual but prayers for the well-being of the community as a whole, the kind of prayers the police chief and the family were asking for. The importance of the Lord's Prayer is not only that Jesus gave it to his disciples, but that it was adopted by the early Christians as part of their understanding of how to be in relationship with God and how to worship through prayer and handed down through the ages to us here today. In its simplicity of heart and brevity, it becomes an all-inclusive prayer that recognizes that God's time and our time intersect. We are being called to be in God's presence, a means to realize a relationship that in itself is beyond a particular method. Think for a moment of relationships in our own lives. How did they come about? A meaningful relationship requires time. Time to be together. Time to nurture the relationship. To accompany one another through the joys and the sorrows of life. And if we're honest, we have to acknowledge that all relationships take a lot of work, hard work. There are periods of discouragement and struggle, as well as grace-filled moments of thanksgiving and caring. And when a relationship doesn't work out, there is a sadness. We can expect no less in our relationship with God than we would in a relationship with a loving parent. We will get out of the relationship what we put into it. Jesus tells the disciples, ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So we can see that it is important to be persistent or shameless in prayer and to trust that our prayer will guide us to the things that God is calling us to do. I believe God hears and answers our prayers. But it is God's timing and in God's way, not ours. Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. once said about prayer, God may not come when you want God, but God is always on time. Martin Luther King's words ring true to me as I think about a young inmate in a Bible study group that I lead at the prison. He has struggled with drug addiction and worked so hard to overcome it. Finally, he had served his time and he was released. And we were all so hopeful when he left to start a new life. However, several months later, I received a call that he was back in prison and he wanted to see me. When we got together, he said, pray with me, Judy. I can't do this on my own. I need God in my life to help me. He continues to struggle and has been drug-free now for two months. I believe he will make it, but it is God's timing. In this world full of many words, it is as important to take the time to be quiet with God and to listen to the Spirit's call within us as it is to pray prayers of thanksgiving and gratitude, petition and healing. Prayer enables us to be one with God in this life and to discern God's will for us. So to be prayerful is to go from addressing God out there to sensing God in here. Prayer requires a leap of faith, a believing heart, hope. I would like to close with my favorite prayer from Thomas Merton. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. The fact that I think that I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you i hope i have that desire in all that i am doing i hope that i will never do anything apart from that desire i know that if i do this you will lead me by the right road though i may know nothing about it therefore will i trust you always though i may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death i will not fear For you are ever with me. You will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen.